Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey and in today's episode I'll be getting to know Terry Begg, who is an international speaker and author of Attract and Keep Customers for Life, Four Abilities to Build Trust, Communicate Your Value and Charge What You're Worth. So Terry, hello and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Hey Tom, so good to be here and um, I'm honoured. It's just going to be a lot of fun, I think. I'm sure it will. I really appreciate you being here and just out of interest for some of our global listeners, whereabouts in the world are you right now? I'm in Ohio in the United States. That's sort of the, the north, northern, eastern part of the country. Incredible. It's, Thanks it's, for sharing. It's Say again. Uh, I'm sorry. It's winter time here right now. I, I have a VA who's in Australia and they're in the middle of summer. Oh, so, it's, uh, it's beautiful yeah. in Australia. So I'm in the UK and it's also winter time here. I think it was about two degrees this morning. Oh my goodness. I love the, I love being in England. I was there three times and twice I flew my son there just so we could watch a soccer game. His favorite wow. team's his favorite team's the Arsenal. The and, Arsenal. Uh, Fantastic. We had such a good time. We said, let's do it again the next year. And, and absolutely. Uh, love yeah. being in England. And hopefully travel will open up a little bit now over the coming months as well. Right. Yeah. So I just want to share one last thing about you before we do get started. So Terry is living proof that every single one of us has the ability to overcome our challenges and create the most extraordinary life that we can imagine. And I personally can't wait to hear more about your story today. The title for today's episode is How to Communicate Your Value. And Terry's going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes. Hmm. So no pressure. Question number one today is who are your ideal clients? My ideal clients are People who want to be entrepreneurs, they want to take out, they want to quit working for a, for a paycheck every week and break out on their own or startup business owners or biz, small business owners who are struggling to grow their business. They want to scale right. people like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's that early entry level businesses, yes. that's entrepreneurs, startups or small business owners. Yeah, it, it's perfect for me because I, I look at my myself. So a long time ago, 30 years ago, I was my own perfect customer because I was an absolute train wreck and I figured it out on my own and I turned my business around to where it's, it's awesome. And I still do, still do that today, 43 years later. And Incredible. Uh, yeah, I got a yeah. ways to go yet. I, and I sometimes, sometimes as coaches, you know, our very first client was ourself and those lessons we can learn and then apply forwards to our future clients as well. Mm-hmm. So when you think about all of your clients, is there one challenge that stands out? What's that biggest challenge that they typically face? This might sound crazy to you, but the hardest thing is getting them to do all those little things. Yeah. Because even my whole book, I'd say it right away in the early part of the book, there's probably nothing in here you've never not heard before. But my question to you is, are you doing these things? Because they're simple little um, things to increase your your, um, interpersonal skills and by themselves, not a big deal, but when you combine them all, I got dozens of them in my book. When you combine them all, they're very powerful. I mean, I haven't advertised. The reason I know I'm on track with this is I haven't advertised for my painting business in, since 2012, and I mm. still turn away more jobs than I take. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's all about that reputation, relationships, interpersonal skills that. Yep. And doing those foundations. Yep. Showing up on time when you said keeping your promises and cleaning up after yourself and and telling the customer, you know, stop and listen to what their issues are. Little things like that. And so few 
people I found in my industry do that. They get all excited and they want to talk about themselves too soon. And the owners right away think this guy's just trying to sell me something. He really doesn't care about me. And so it's those little things. Yeah, completely understand. And I guess these mm-hmm. business owners that don't get the basics right and they, they go too quickly into social media or website and don't get the foundations right, what impact might that have on them or their business? The ones that try to go too fast, they, mm. they, they really don't have that foundation built. Um, website's nice, but again, you need to back it up with, with a reputation. I, I haven't advertised, but I still have a website. I just don't look at the website as advertising. It's really just um, social proof, you might say, yeah. or a video brochure. But people, get, um, they, they, they get impatient and they need to just put in the time with the customers because I thought, well, back when I was a train wreck, I thought my customers, I looked at them almost like they were the enemy. You know, either they hired me and I won or they didn't hire me and they won. And Mm. it wasn't until I realized that that your customers are the actual, the pathway to your success. When they're behind you, life is good because they don't need us. We need them. So important. So yeah, for Mm. those business owners listening, you know, get those first few customers and and just give them everything, you know, wow them and Mm. do what you say you're going to do. Like you said, really just be a good reputation good reputable business owner and then that'll pay itself forward over time yep. and then then ask for after you've done all that then ask for a testimonial we'll yes. probably talk about that a little bit later but Perfect. that's the idea get those excellent word of mouth makes complete sense to me so for somebody mm-hmm. listening that's starting to resonate and, and reflect on this message what's that one valuable piece of advice that you might give them to really help them get started hmm. um i would say I'm going to come back to that right now, the testimonial piece, which is social proof, because what other people say about your business is a hundred times more powerful than anything you could say, because it just sounds like you're bragging. The idea is though, a lot of people will say to me, I, I don't have a business yet. I don't have any testimonials because I tell them to put them on paper and show them to the customer when you give them a price. But if you don't have any, and you're just brand new, you can still get uh, character endorsements, maybe yeah. from um, uh, a minister or a friend or a business owner in town who's respected and you could somebody that knows you this maybe doesn't have the same last name as you mm-hmm. and they just say hey would you maybe give me an idea or how would you talk talk tell everybody that if i can write this down about what it's like knowing me and doing being around me and just um support me if you would and getting that hand those first couple of testimonials then it starts to roll a lot easier after that but but sometimes you got to get those personal endorsements that aren't necessarily reflect what you do for a living yeah makes complete sense so testimonials social proof really important in the early days and Mm -hmm. ongoing as well so for anyone listening that wants to find out more or wants to learn more from you where would you point them so they can get some valuable resources that you can offer uh, I have everything at my name, which is terrybeg.com. And the last name is hard to spell because it doesn't look like it sounds and it'll be in the show notes, I think. But yeah. terry terrybeg.com, there you can download a free uh, seven things you can do today to get more business without spending a dime. And with that, there's a, a link to my book and also a link to a, a course that I just came out with, just finished. Incredible, fantastic. And what I'll do is I'll put, I'll put those links in the show notes to all of those different resources so people can click those and they can get right started on them right now. So and next question from me is when you think about your career and your journey, what you've learned, what would you say is one of your greatest either mistakes or failures or, or learnings um, in business and what did you learn from it? My, probably my biggest mistake, I was actually just talking about this on a podcast yesterday, is that I thought I could do everything on my own. 
I thought yeah. I can figure it out. I was very independent. I couldn't work for anyone when I started. I had two or three jobs when I was a teenager and I never got fired, but I didn't stick around either. I was that diehard entrepreneur, but I still, I took it too far. I thought I could figure out painting on my own. And instead of looking for a mentor or even working for a painter for a few months, I had to do everything on my own. And I paid some a serious price because it took me, I started my business when I was 18 and it wasn't until I was about 28 that my business started to become profitable. It, it, yeah. we, my wife and I, we got married young and we lived from, from job to job. It was, it was really tough. And um, so that's a big mistake. I should have asked for help. I should have looked for mentors. I should have looked for even a book to read, but I didn't do any of those things. And I, I badly regret that. Absolutely. And, you know, the theme here again is, is people, it's relationships, it's networks. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's really important. And I know all of that's in your book as well. So lots of great lessons in there. Mm-hmm. And the last question for me today is what is the one question that I should have asked you that will also bring some great value to our audience today? Question that you should have asked me. Oh my, that's a, that's a good question. Um, how can I get, how can I get started? I guess I want to, I want to break away. I want to quit my job, but I'm afraid to. That's what some people tell me, you know, I'm afraid to take that leap. And my advice would be to start getting out there, start talking to people. You, there, there are some jobs, when I first started, I'd have done anything. You know, you could go to car dealerships and apartment buildings and just ask them if they need any painting done. Don't, don't ask them to trust you. Just ask them if they'd help you out because people are more likely to get behind someone who's, you know, trying to create their own grassroots um, product you know they want to do it on their own and and people will get behind you you need to have some work lined up first you know rather than just quitting mm-hmm. your job and saying okay now what do i do be ready have work ready even there's you know, it's pretty easy to find painters right now that are looking for help i know in yeah. my country it's it's crazy so maybe have work ready maybe transition from a, a job for a painter if if it was even painting a plumber a roofer um have work ready to go first before you make that jump because it's it's easy to panic and go back to your what I call real job. Yeah, yeah. Great. A couple of great lessons in there. One again was that relationship side, ask for help. People will help you when you're in need. And the other thing is, yeah, don't just throw everything away and, and leave that paycheck. You know, have something lined up before you make that transition. Really, really important. Yeah, exactly. Great. So Terry, thanks again so much for your time today. I really appreciate you coming along and sharing such great value with our audience today. Thank you so much for having me here. I had a great time, Tom. Thank you.